um, this decade and also this year, 2019. And um, so we wanted to put out an episode that talks about, um, I know that sometimes uh, we always come up, well, most of the time we always come up with resolutions and goals um, for the next year. So we just wanted to share with y'all some of our goals, our resolutions, um, and then give you some background from a biblical standpoint of um, resolutions and just writing down your goals and making it plain. So just go ahead, let's go ahead and jump in. So our base scripture, um, did you want to read that one? I thought you wanted me to say it. <laughs> oh, that's fine, because I know you was practicing. I don't want to mess it up. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Yes, Habakkuk. Child, these um, names sometimes. Mm-hmm. You want me to read it, darling? That's fine. Okay, so the base scripture for this episode comes from Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. I'm going to read it out the Amplified Version. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it because it will certainly come. It will not delay. Mm. 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 Isn't that a word? Now that is a word. It is. Let me tell you how. how let me tell you guys how I was that actually led there. So we talked about the resolution episode, and then one night I just like randomly opened my Bible, and it was on Habakkuk, and so I was like, hmm, well, let me read this. And I looked through it. I said, mm, it's not that long. It's not a long chapter. I can read it real quick. Yeah. And when I got to two, I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what we need for mm-hmm. the vision episode well at first we called it vision then we changed it i don't know we'll figure it out what we're gonna call it but okay. i was like this is exactly exactly what we need for the vision episode what pointed mm-hmm. out to me was write the vision mm-hmm. it was like write down exactly what you have planned out mm-hmm. in order for it to come to life and it goes on to say and engrave it plainly so that the one who reads it will run that makes me think that when we write it out, God is going to read it and he's going to run to get exactly what we wrote down. I just picture God sprinting like a yeah. track star. Like you, you got saying. It. Okay, that's, that's the plan. Okay, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's. like a, a relay race. <laughs> I got pass, it. Pass it the time. Pass it, pass it, pass it. You got to get it. That's what I picture when I see it. And so, and then I love the third verse too, um, where it says, even though it delays. Yeah. Wait patiently because it will come. Mm-hmm. That's really important when you're writing down visions and goals that you have for yourself. Yeah. So I feel like this is one of our best base scriptures. It is. <laughs> I mean, it, it's write it down, make it plain. That's mm-hmm. the word. I mean, he's giving you those instructions. So I encourage you guys. I know I'm jumping the gun, but just like um, pray. Well, I'm not going to say it just yet because we'll get to that section. I'm getting too excited. So let me, excited. Let me calm down. Let me reel it back in real quick. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> when it says write the vision down, I know that you guys, well, most of you guys probably have heard of vision boards that people create as far as the vision that they want. Now, I know last year we had a vision board party where we got together and we kind of like did our vision board. And for those of you out there who don't know what a vision board is, it's basically where you get like like poster board paper and magazines and you cut out stuff that you want to accomplish within 
that year, and mm-hmm. you you're supposed to like place it somewhere that you will see it all the time, so it can remind you of what you're working towards. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I know a lot of people like they'll write down their goals, and then it's not there in their face, so they'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the vision board is supposed to help you from forgetting about your goals. Yeah. And so last year we got together, like I said, and we came up with a vision. Well, we did our vision boards, and so we wanted to share our vision boards for you guys. From 2019 yep. to just see how much we accomplished. Did you want to go first? You go ahead. To see what we accomplished. So I'll share mine. Um, want me to hold it? Sure, you can hold it. It's not a lot to show. I mean, to go through. But I don't know if you guys can see. But this is the um, my 2019 vision board. Oh, there you go. Can you see it? Yeah. So just to give you guys a little quick recap of like what's on my vision board. So, right here in the middle, the first thing that you can see is, um, I wanted to go to Essence, I wanted to work out, I wanted to grow my hair some more, I wanted to lose weight, so this was me previously, so I wanted to get back to that, that weight, um, well, God, all things are possible, I put open for breathing, because I wanted some relief from my asthma, (laughs) and you did, hallelujah, (laughs) um, right down here, I have some family bonding, then this is me, the car, I wanted, um, I wanted to um, continue to remember priorities because um, I'm really bad at routines. So I wanted to work on my routines and my communication. And then I wanted to read. And then I wanted to accomplish some things. Um, therapy was one of them, and taking my GRE was another one. Did I forget anything? Oh, and healthy. That goes back to that. Oh, and debt-free and savings. So basically that's what a vision board is, just getting what you want and just um putting it on a board and I um kept this hung up in my room um on my wall for the year. So yeah. So just to share with you guys what I actually accomplished from this twenty nineteen vision board. Now I did lose weight. I um not willingly I will admit excuse me. Not willingly I lost a lot of weight when I got sick. And so I definitely, I'm down those 10 pounds I wanted to lose, probably more than that, unfortunately. Um, But thank God for the weight loss. Um, I did not go to Essence Festival, but not because I, well, I didn't have the means. I was sick around that time. Um, But I did go the year before last, so. Mm -hmm. Um, I did um, get into my savings. You know, I have something coming out every month now, well, every paycheck. Um, I did get a new car. It's not the car that's on this vision board, but um, I have a plan for this car. One step at a time is what I told myself. And um, I did get into priorities. That's good. Well, routines. And I I feel like I've worked on my communication. And I did start reading books. I didn't read the books that are on here, but I did start reading books. And so that was um, a goal of mine. And most of all, um, I did get closer to God. Um, and I have, I've had a lot of family bonding and, um, friend bonding moments too. Now I did not start therapy and I did not take the GRE. So I didn't finish those two things, but I feel like I, I I feel pretty accomplished Mm -hmm. by, um, what's on my, my vision board. And, um, I feel like this year it can be a little bit better because, um, I'll have some more meaningful things on my vision board and. So, yeah, that's my vision board from 2019. All right. 
That's good. Now, I can say vision boards really do help me. They help me stay focused. Okay. So, it keeps you, like, on a... Mm-hmm. It gives you something to work towards and kind of move towards, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like I see it and it's like, oh, I want to be able to say I finished this, this. Mm-hmm. I like to go and exit out. And when you mm-hmm. say that, it reminds me of the scripture. I have to find it. It's um where, it's the, where there is no vision the people will perish or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to find it and we'll put it in the um, show notes. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and find it now. So it is Proverbs 29 and 18. It says where there is no vision, um, the people will perish. So it is important to keep a vision, to keep a goal in front of you, always to work towards. Because um, mm-hmm. you never, you never want to go idle. And be like, okay, what is my faith? What what am I putting my faith on? Or what am I working towards? So you always want to have a plan or a vision in mind because you never want to go. Um, keep a, keep your mind idle. So mm-hmm. that just leaves room for the devil to come in and be like, That's you true. should be doing this, or you should be in this place in life. Um, since you're 25 or since you're 30, you should be doing this. You need a house and kids on top of a hill with two dogs <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and all I'm that good stuff. On top of a hill, you'll just, be going I just crazy. <laughs> okay. Clumsy. So, I don't have my vision board, and I have a backstory behind that. Um, going into twenty nineteen. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so from eighteen to nineteen, um, I did attend the party, but I was just pretty much making things as I, I didn't have a vision, um, and I was just like, why didn't I, you know, prepare for that time? I think I was kind of. I don't know, I felt pressured, like I was, I was supposed to be in this place by now. Um, I felt kind of depressed. Um, I was just like, I'm getting older and I should be doing this, so I should have accomplished this. And I was, I didn't have a vision. I'll just say that. So I ended up throwing that vision board away because it was built with the wrong intent. Um, so, but I did later on, um, let's see. So the top of the year... One one nineteen. I just wrote in my journal to God, and um, I was just thanking Him for, you know, the time that we're in, and thanking Him for allowing me to see this new year. And um, in that moment, let's see, I wrote down Proverbs sixteen and nine. What's that? And it says, "We can make plans, but the Lord determines our steps." So I made these plans. Um, and I, I just invited God within these plans. Um, and as we were preparing for this episode, I uh, went back and looked at all of the things that I had written down. And um, well, while, while that time when I was written, writing these things down, I invited him within that time. And I was just like, okay, God, these are my desires. And I believe that you place these things on my heart. And... I said, okay, these are the things that I, I sincerely want, and I want you to come in, and if any of these things are not of you, or these are selfish desires, I want. I don't want it, because he, he determines the path of our life, and just, like I said, preparing for this episode, I look back on this list of things, and he has done everything on the list, and wow. plus more, and when I tell you, I start crying and praising <laughs> the Lord. I was just like, God, thank you so much. Like, I, I put um, a, rest- a stored relationship with some people um, that were close to me. Um, I visit- visited Transformation Ch- Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, 
Now, one thing that I put on the list, he corrected me in because I was in foolish faith. Okay. Like, I, he had he had given me a vision to do something. But I was just like, no. You know, I feel like this. I'm try, I was trying to help God out. Mm. I was just like, I feel like, you know, my plan is a little better. Foolish <laughs> faith. And then I, I made plans foolishly, being disobedient to the plan that he had given me. And then put faith on top of it. Let me tell you something. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. When God gives you something to do, do exactly what he told you to do. Okay? And I'll be sharing more about that as we come into the new year. Um, but, yeah, I'll say that. But all of these things that he's given me, he's put on my list, a new church home, led by God. Um, yeah. I, I just thank God. And I'm going to do it again this year. I'm sorry, next year. Well, this year for next year. Um, And I've actually started just fasting a a little bit this year and just asking God, okay, what, I thank you for this year and what you've given me this year. So what is, what do you have for me this Mm -hmm. year? Because it's a building of my faith. It has really built my faith to look, built my faith to look back and see that he has done all of these things. What you're saying, it made me think of something. I can't remember exactly where I saw this at, but... Um, I I saw somewhere they say, you know, write down your prayers, like the date that you prayed for it, mm-hmm. and then, you know, always go back and revisit it so you can always remember what God granted for you, well, what God answered for you, mm-hmm. and like put the date that he answered it, mm-hmm. just so you can stay consistent with your prayers and not forget what you're praying about, mm-hmm. and um, also see how good God has been to you. Check his resume, honey. Yeah, I bet that was amazing yeah. to, to see for you, yeah. Let me tell you something. And then sometimes we can get low in our faith. Mm-hmm. Like you said, write down those prayers and put the date that he um, that he answered or made those things come to pass. Like we can get low in our faith and then we can just go back and look at our journals and be like, okay, you know, God got me through this. I know mm-hmm. he can get me through this, you know. So that's good. Uh, that's a good. That's good. Mm-hmm. And we encourage you guys to do that. Yes. And so another thing that writing down your prayers can help you do is it can help you stay strong, mm-hmm. which is one thing that we we wanted to focus on for 2020. And we also want you guys to focus on for 2020 is staying strong with the things that you've asked the Lord for and the mm-hmm. things that you've also said that you were going to do within the Lord or even for yourself outside of your faith, um, just to stay strong. So... Um, what we wanted to do is our end of year challenge that we created. So we wanted you guys to think of one thing that you do that's not of God and work on changing it. Just one thing. And whatever you thought of right when I said it, that's what you need to work on. <laughs> Don't think of the next thing. <laughs> Be like, uh-uh, that's too hard. Yeah, that's uh-uh. too hard. That's too soon. That too thing much too soon. right there, that's what you need to work on. And so that's our challenge for you guys. And so what we want you to do is next year, I don't know what we'll have, but we'll give you guys an opportunity to, like, share with us what you're working on. To also hold yourself accountable because mm-hmm. um, you have to um, tell somebody the things that you're working on so they can hold you accountable. And I know um, some, I know some stuff that I'll keep to myself just so people <laughs> will hold me accountable for it. Uh, I don't need you to know my uh, thoughts, <laughs> my downfalls. So, um, Ashley, what's one thing that you do that's not a God that you need to work on. So the one thing that came to my mind, and I have had some struggles this year, people trying to correct me, and I was just like, 
leave me alone. I know better, so stop trying to tell me what to do. So, me being on time. Mm. I am tired of being CP time and rushing all the time. I, I Look, first of all, I don't like being rushed. So when I'm late, I just be like, you know, I'll get there when I get there. You know, but it's more of like an integrity thing. Like if somebody tells you, okay, we starting at 11 o'clock and you roll up, you know, with your breakfast at about 11.20. That's with the coffee that made you late. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have some integrity. Proverbs talks about integrity. So, you know, be on time. Wake up a little 15 minutes, you know, 20 minutes early. So, you can get that time in. You can get your coffee. You can get that prayer time that you need in the morning. So, that's one thing I need to work on. And y'all, those people had that corrected me. I apologize again. <laughs> because I didn't want to hear it. But... I apologize. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That got me too. Um, I'm trying to think of, it's, it's a lot of things that's popping up in my head, but the the biggest one that I'm, I, I found out this year I needed to work on that I still need to work on mm-hmm. in the next year is just, you know, not, not being so quick to anger and watching my mouth. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm still working on. What? What? You begin angry. Yeah. I got a, I got a slick mouth. It's not with, like, you. I it's just like, I never seen that. No, it's like, let me see. I'm trying to think of an example I can share. Anybody, like, they'll say something to me, then my whole body just get hot until I say whatever is, like, on the tip of my tongue. Then I say it, and I'll be okay. Oh, I got, I got a great example. <laughs> Today out the church. Not on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Not the holy day. Um, granted, when I pulled up, my grandma was outside washing the mats of her car. Mind you, my grandma is almost 80 years old. And she doesn't need to be bending over washing car mats. So, what I was trying to do is I stayed in my car. So, I wouldn't say anything when I got out because she's hard-headed. So, I was in my car, and then I cut the car off and got out. I was in the car like 15 minutes after I pulled up. And she was like, what are you just trying to see how much gas you you can um, burn out your car? And then I just wanted to be like, just say something so bad. But I was like, no. And then um, she was like, you don't feel good? I was like, I'm okay. And I just kept walking. (laughs) It's just, it's reactions though. Mm -hmm. It's, It's not necessarily... The, uh, the person is just like depending on like um, just that they just say something crazy mm-hmm. stuff like that just okay. make me upset I'm trying to think of a better example I don't know I can't think of anything because I've been really working on it That's good. but I remember like on the drive back when I was here I was like you know help me get over that it's a process mm-hmm. so is everything so you know, mm. like tomorrow I may just be five minutes late when the fifteen minutes late. You know? Yeah. So, and another thing that um, my mama told me recently that I am working on is like if I don't feel good, I have a hard time acting good. Well, that doesn't make sense. I have a hard time being pleasant around people, and so I've been working on that. 
It's like, if I don't feel good, I catch an attitude real quick. Or my patience is real short. I think that's natural. So. I think that's natural. So oh, that's no, what I'm I working on. I don't think I'm giving you an excuse to be mean, but. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my patience in my mouth. Patience in your mouth. Those are two, whew, two vital things mm -hmm. in one's life. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I need to change. In 2020. Yes. This is the year of our Lord. <laughs> so that means today. You can start today. I mean, you don't I, have to I've wait. been starting since I was convicted of it um, back in um, July, child. It's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. I'm getting better because I notice it. You know, at first I'll just say it and then call it a day. Now it's kind of like it takes you to say three things and then it's like I tried. Mm -hmm. And then I like, I apologize for it. So I think it's good to apologize to the Lord. So you just apologize to the Lord? <laughs> I guess I need to work on that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Apologize to the Lord. So you think the Lord gonna be like, "Hey, Granny," I mean, yeah, "Hey, Granny," Shay apologized for what she. I just, just want to let you know, we had a conversation. She wanted me to pass along to you. I'm the third party. I mean, they talk. <laughs> you right? They do talk. <laughs> Relatedness. I know it don't work like that. So yeah, that's the end of the year challenge. Just tell us what you're gonna try to work on. And try to stick to it. At least, look, it's like a couple more weeks in the year. Mm -hmm. so try to stick to it just for now just to see how far you get. And then continue to do it in 2020. So, with staying strong, we want to talk about how you can start strong in 2020. So, the scripture that we're going to look at for that is going to be Psalms 42, verses 1 through 2. Want to read that, Ashley? Mm -hmm. Okay, so the 42nd number of Psalms, verse 1 through 2, and it reads, As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for you, for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? Mm -hmm. I know what pointed out to me is, um, in, my, in my Bible, it says, in the Amplified Version, As the deer pants longly for the water brooks, so my soul pants longly for you, oh God. It just makes me think of, you know, a deer. Mm -hmm. Um, I kept thinking like a deer popping out um, when you're driving. But like a deer at the water, like drinking. Just like so looking forward to like just one sip of water. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how we should be. We should be like this innocent deer just only looking for God in this crazy world. Mm -hmm. He is supplying us. He is quenching our thirst. Like a deer panting for the water, we want you. I think Tasha Cobb sang that. And my Bible reads, um, as the life of a deer depends upon water, so our lives depend upon God. Mm -hmm. Those who seek him and long to understand him find eternal life. Feeling separated from God, this Psalms wouldn't rest until he restored his relationship with God because he knew 
that his very life depended on it. Do you thirst for God? Mm. That's good. So, so going into this new year, mm-hmm. what are you working on regarding your walk with God? Me first. Okay. 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 Um. So I wrote down a couple things that I um. I've been jotting down as it comes up. Um, And the first thing is, show me how to follow you and not myself. That's one thing I really want to work on in 2020. Um, Just really hearing the voice of God. Um, And, gosh, um, I read it in one of my devotionals today. But it talked about how... God speaks quiet enough, but loud enough for us to hear it. Mm-hmm. We just have to take it and go with it, you know. And I want to be able to strongly be like, yeah, this is what God told me to do and not have a question about it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I find myself having a hard time being like, okay, God, show me what you want me to do. And then I'm like, okay. Waiting. Okay, I'm waiting. Okay, I'm waiting. Then like, you know, like you I'm get like, impatient Lord. and you're like, Okay, is that the sign? <laughs> no, that can't be the sign. You know, it's like I wanna be able to like vividly know that it's you talking to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it just takes me blocking out noise on my behalf to under like to really see things like that. Mm-hmm. Um And it makes me think about like even one of uh the crazy faith episodes. Um, he talks about baby faith. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times, we don't have um, the 100%, you know, God speaks in so many ways. He can speak to you directly or through things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we may not have 100% faith, but it's okay to just still have that 51% and still be confident in that and still to move forth on what God has given you. Be like, okay, I, I'm still working my faith. I'm still working towards it. It's okay not to be like, um, it, it, sometimes you're going to maybe, maybe doubt it, but you still have that faith in it. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. And and that's what I need to work on too, you know. Um, but yeah, that's something that I, I do notice that I do a lot. Um, I just want to be able to just follow you and not me. Mm-hmm. Not put myself inside of something like you were saying earlier. Like mm-hmm. God gave you something to do and you tried to like tweak it. Like, sure. what about that? So I I need to work on that in 2020. Another thing is show me how to hear you when pressure is all around me. And so I actually uh, wrote this in my prayer journal after I watched, um, was it Hasty Faith from Mike Todd? Because he was talking about Samuel and, you know, not moving before God, even though all this pressure is on you. So you just make a decision real quick. Mm -hmm. It kind of goes back to what I said the first time, like show me how to follow you and not myself, Mm -hmm. you know. When it's so much around, I feel like that's when I have the hardest time, like, listening and trying to look for what God is telling me. So I want to work towards, like, being able to make decisions decisions based on what the Lord says, even when pressure is around me. Uh, I have to be honest with you guys. This is something that I, I don't even know how to start, you know. Um, and I feel like ever since I said, hey, this is what I'm going to work on, it's been hitting me even harder. Mm-hmm. Just like a bunch of pressure around me. But been trying to fight through. All I can do is try. 
Okay, the next thing I actually wrote down a scripture, so it goes back to Habakkuk. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me turn to it. Chapter three, verse eighteen through nineteen. Before we go on, can I say something? Yeah. Um, the last statement. I know, like, I know, like, when a lot of pressure comes into your life, and then, like, it's a whole bunch of noise, and you brought up the point of like hasty faith and how, um, um. Saul mm-hmm. uh, moved in hasty faith. Um, I would I would just pray um, that God continue to be the light within our path. He he says that in somewhere, <laughs> but he is the light in our path. And if we ask for it, I I believe that he. He will be that. He is the guy for our life, mm-hmm. and and it's a scripture somewhere. Um, even when temptation comes, he gives us a way out. Mm-hmm. So just know that, and I'll have to look up that scripture. But yeah, he does give us a, a way out of temptation or whenever that pressure comes. And mm-hmm. like I said, um, some time ago, just whenever that pressure comes, what are you going to produce? Um, we have to stay on our face before God and be like, okay, God. You see these pressures. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to produce <clears throat> fruit under this pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be wasted. Um, I want to produce a good fruit um, from this, this, this fight. Mm-hmm. And I can fight with you because, God, you've given me your Holy Spirit. So, God, come on the inside of me and give me, get, uh, be the light of my path. And um, give me a, show me a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the valley, you said that you'll be there with me. Yea, though I walk in the shadow of death, mm-hmm. I will fear no evil. For God, you are with me. God, let me feel you in this moment because I don't feel <laughs> I don't feel like you're with me. Let me feel your presence. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we do be like, all right, Lord, I, I know you. It's, it's feeling a little dark, and you said that you are the light of my path. Mm-hmm. So God, let me see you. Yeah. So I'll just, whew, thank you, Lord. <sighs> Hallelujah. But yeah, just just continue to know that and keep that scripture before you. Mm-hmm. And I, I can I can share something that happened um, this weekend. No, this week I was in Birmingham. Um, my aunt she had a procedure done, and um, this was the night after her procedure. So she was in the hospital, and so we were just at the um, Airbnb. And um, when I was at the hospital, um, I started like my chest started feeling heavy. And so, well, little backstory, what I did, um, in that day, I had been feeling sick. And so, this specific day, I didn't want to feel sick, so I was like, I'm going to take a whole pill. And I have a pill. So, I take a a half a pill because it makes my blood pressure too low. Um, but also, with the beta blocker I take, it affects my lungs because I have asthma. So, I took a whole one. But I wasn't even thinking. I just was like, I want to feel better, um, with my um palpitations and so this was like halfway out throughout the day and by the way we were fasting so we didn't eat um the whole day until after she was out in recovery so that's when we ate and so um only thing I ate was my three crackers to take my medicine and so we're at the hospital it's like she went back for her procedure literally we got there at eight o'clock that morning her procedure didn't start until like four and so, probably, yeah, 4.30, because it was getting dark. And so, I told my mama, 
um, I started feeling like heavy chest when we were like in the room with her. And I was like, when she go to the surgery, we need to go back to the house so I can take my medicine, um, my inhaled steroid, because I didn't take it that day. And, um, and a breathing treatment, because I was like, my chest feel heavy. And so when she went back, it's supposed to be like a four-hour procedure. Mm -hmm. So we went back to the house. I get to the house. I plug in my um, nebulizer, and it wasn't working. It was like, eh, and like nothing was coming out. So I was like, I don't know what's wrong with this thing. I never heard it sound like this. And so my mom was trying to fix it, turned it back on, still doing the same thing. So I was like, okay, I'll just take two puffs of my inhaler, and then I'll do my um, inhale steroid. Then we can go back to the hospital. So we go back to the hospital, and I needed more than two puffs, basically. And so um, I'm still feeling the chest pressure, but, you know, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to move. Because, you know, from the last time we went to the emergency room, I was like, I'm not going to move until you tell me that this is what I need to do. And so we were um, we were leaving because she was doing good, and we were headed back to the house. And we stopped and got some food because we were all hungry. Mm-hmm. And I was calling Walgreens trying to see if they had a nebulizer on, on Amazon and see if we can get one sent in. And it was late, so all of the um, urgent cares were open to just to get a breathing treatment. And so I just like, you know, I just prayed and I was like, um, just let this pressure go away. And I went to sleep the next night. And then, I mean, I went to sleep because once I got back to the room, I ate a little bit. I started feeling a little better. So I woke up the next morning, and um, I started feeling the same way, just like heavy chest, and I needed to take my medicine because mm-hmm. I still was having palpitations. So I needed to take my medicine, and I remember the night before I told my grandma, I was like, "You need to lay hands on that machine because I don't know what's wrong with it." And you know, and I the night before I prayed, I was just like, "I'm not moving until you show me show me what you want me to do." You know, if that doesn't work, then I'm gonna go ahead and go to the emergency room because that's what you want me to do. And um, I actually woke up the next morning. I was like, Mom, I just think I need to go get checked out because I'm still having a hard time breathing. And so my mom was getting dressed um, to take me to the emergency room. And she just happened to go press the machine. And it's just blowing out, just like it was supposed to blow out. So I was like, well, I'm not supposed to go. I'm listening (laughs) to you. And so that was the first time. So I can say ever since, you know, I've been trying to just move in his wheel, he has shown me each time. Because I know, like, the last time I was telling you when I was home and I didn't feel good. Um, and I was asked, I asked him, I said, I won't go to any emergency room until you tell me. But then I was, at the time I was in, I think about church. I was like, oh, should I go to church? And then that song I was telling you came on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I went to church and I was fine, you know. And so I can say since. I've been praying to just show me what you want me to do. He's shown me each time, you know, that I don't have to go, like, run out and mm-hmm. make those hasty hasty decisions just based off of my will, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I can't say that. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So, I guess, like, to encourage people out there just – even if you feel like a certain way, like you said, you was giving, you was getting the chest pains, even before you take the medicine and the breathing treatments, always let God be the first thing that you run to. So like before you do that breathing treatment, pray before you do it. Um, just don't have the faith within the, the breathing treatment, have faith in God that it will work. 
um, and do its job. Mm-hmm. Well, it helped me and not harm me in any way. Mm-hmm. I said before I take every pill. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. All right. We got off subject, but for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next thing that I want to work on is in Habakkuk 3, 18 through 19. <clears throat> Excuse me. 18 through 19. <clears throat> Yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout in shout in exaltation in the victorious God of my salvation. 19. The Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. Mm. He has made my feet steady and sure like hinds feet and makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. So I really wanted to point out 19 as far as what I'm working on in 2020 is just the Lord is my strength, mm-hmm. you know, to just really um, meditate on the scripture. The Lord is my strength, my source of courage, and my army. Source of courage. Mm-hmm. Courage. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and another thing I like is he has made my feet steady and sure like hind's feet, you know. And that that goes back to me just moving in his wheel, like making me, I'm steady until you tell me which way to go, mm-hmm. you know. Until you tell me left or right, I'm steady until the end. Mm-hmm. So he has made me steady, and then he makes me walk forward. So that one really pointed out to me as what I wanted to work on. And I like that it's a scripture associated with that one, too. And then, um, oof, child. Who's Chalet? Okay, here we go. Honest, open, transparent moment. Um, 1 Corinthians 13 um, is something that, you know, a while back when... Um, we were told to um, go back and ask the Lord. What's one thing that we didn't um, did we didn't complete that He wanted us to complete? Mm-hmm. So this is what He showed me. And so what happened was a while back He showed me that He wanted me to work on myself, and I wrote First Corinthians down. So the night that we were told to do that, I um, I was just going in my Bible, and then like what I wrote it on like slipped out of my Bible. This is what I wrote it on. And I was like, ooh. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I didn't finish. And so the whole First Corinthians 13, um, specifically 4 through 8 is what I wanted to work on. But I want to point out, oh, I did put that, 4 through 8. So let's read all of that. Um, Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious does not brag, and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, does not take into account a wrong endured, it does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth. Mm-hmm. Love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things looking for the best in each other, hopes all things remain steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. Mm. And so I need to work on what love is for each one of those categories. You know, love is patience. I need to work on my patience. Love is kind. I feel like a pretty kind. Um, <laughs> love is not easily angered. That goes back to, you know, what I'm working on. So I need to, with myself, really dive into love is so I can be emotionally complete with God and not other things. So that's what I'm going to be focused on in 2020. You know, you remember how you like you had 
your um season of singleness. Mm-hmm. This goes back to me like keeping stuff a secret so I didn't have to be accountable to anybody. All right, so. <laughs> so you finna open up about it? Yes, and so that way, if I if I um renege on it, you call me out on mm-hmm. it, and then all y'all can call me out on it too, because then Ashley gonna come tell y'all about it. Oh, no. <laughs> y'all help me now. <laughs> but in 2020, I am supposed to be alone to work on myself. I don't know if it's the whole year, but just until I can get down 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, until I can get down with that and know that I'm 100% complete with God, I just need to be by myself until the end. So single until the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can write that down. So y'all hear this, right? On what? What is today? December the 8th. The 8th. Mm-hmm. 2019. Y'all gonna help me keep her accountable, right? <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, this is gonna come out later, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Help That's me the out. day that we recorded. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I can tell you now, since I have realized that, I have definitely been, um, challenged in that area, too. Um, trying to like do workarounds and like okay let me figure this out um but yeah I, I i do think that that's what i need to do because i know i've I found that times even if um say i i sometimes i'm like okay something's missing you know and mm-hmm. nothing should actually be missing because like he should be enough for me you know what you mean like say for instance okay so when i was driving here i was like okay let me call such and such. But I didn't really need to talk to them because it'll just be like a distraction for me. Just you need a filler. Yeah. Like something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Emotionally complete. Emotionally complete with just him. Um, Jesus alone. Yeah. <laughs> I need Jesus and Jesus alone. <laughs> Because I do feel like the stuff that I have going on is is holding me back from what he may have for me already, you know. And I can tell that it's something on the other side for me mm-hmm. because it feels so, like, terrifying just to, like, let it go, you know. Mm-hmm. The unknown. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fear of the unknown. But the unknown is going to be so much greater. Yeah, I got to keep telling myself mm-hmm. that. All right, and the last thing that I want to work on um, is staying steady with my prayers. Um, I wrote down 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Put my paper back in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always and delight in your faith by unceasing and persistent what? Rejoice always in the light in your faith. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer. And the reason I wrote that down is because I will definitely start out, like, let's do a week. I'll definitely start out the week praying one thing. And then I'm like, ooh, okay, let's switch it up. And then I'll pray a different one, even though I still want that one uh-huh. answered. You know, I know that you do have to be consistent with God and cease without praying. And so I want to work, like... I need to think of how I can do this, but like write down everything I want to pray for and just so it can always be there so I don't forget it during my prayer time. One thing that I did do, 
I, I had that same feeling. I was just like, I don't want to forget nothing. You know, I want to give God everything, you know. So, I don't want to forget nothing in my prayer. And I'd be like, amen. Like, oh, Lord, this too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I started, like, I wrote down, like, a, like a general prayer of things that, okay, God, this is what I want. This area. Well, not really this area. This is what I want to give to you. This is what I want to grow. This is what I'm putting my faith in for you to work on. Mm-hmm. So I did put the that in, like, when I have my time, I go into that. I bring it out and be like, okay, these are the things. And then whatever the Holy Spirit puts on my mind do, during that time of prayer. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, that was my last thing. I may, I don't know, maybe I'll get, like, um, sticky tabs or something and write everything down there. Um, I know when we were fasting, that little booklet, they wrote everything down in. That mm-hmm. helps me out a lot during that time. So, yeah. And I do know um, writing down my prayers helps me out a lot with staying focused on what I'm trying to pray for. And, mm-hmm. and you know, not my, my mind not drifting off. And so, here lately, I have been slacking on that. Like, in November, I was doing good. And then, like, December, I switched over because I'm not doing my soaps every day. Mm-hmm. I'm just reading my scripture. And so, um, when I would finish reading my first Samuel, I would go in the back and, um, I'd be like, okay, I'll pray. I'll, I'll sometimes I'll type my, um, text my prayers, um, if I don't feel like writing. And then it went from there to like, okay, I'll just, I'll just say it. And then the next thing I know I'm asleep. So I, I know I need to <laughs> work on that. I need to get back into the habit of that. But yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh-huh. Be sure to tune in next Tuesday to see part two of this episode where we'll get into what Ashley's plans are for the new year. And then we'll also wrap up this new year. As we mentioned before, we look forward to seeing you guys next Tuesday, New Year's Eve. It's Jack.